of the letter Omega, in which Zosimus uses the technique of notarigen to connect Omega with the ocean, as the initial letter of the Greek god Oceanus, from which the associated English word is clearly derived. He also confirms the connection between the vowel, Omega, and Cronus, or Saturn. The letter Omega is round, formed of two parts, and belongs to the seventh zone, that is Saturn. The seven vowels are also called the seven letters of the magicians or the heptagram. Often, they are represented in the form of a square, a diamond, or a triangle, thus. The seven vowel name of also appears in Greek and Coptic magical papyri in conjunction with the oft invoked Jewish god, Yahoo or Ahu. This derived from the Greek attempt to write what they called the Tetragrammata, or four-lettered name used by the Jews for their deity, I-H-V-H, or Yahweh, wrongly rendered in Elizabethan English as Jehovah. Where it is made clear that Alpha must be ascribed to the moon, and Omega to the sphere of Saturn. Yaho, I-A-O, these are three vowels, so they are all ascribed to the planetary spheres. I is the sound of the sun, A is the sound of the moon, O is the all-encompassing sound of Saturn, the outermost planetary sphere and gatekeeper of the outer reaches. Yaho is the alpha, the innermost, and the omega, the outermost, ruled from the primary head of the sun, Helios. Yahu is the creator of the earthly sphere from these primary stations of creativity in the system. The Yahu formula can also be seen as a magical abbreviation of the entire vocalic spectrum. Yahu equals sun, moon, and Saturn. Were the Greek translators cryptically trying to tell us that Jesus and Christianity is nothing but the merging of the solar, lunar, and Saturnian gods? I am the Alpha and Omega, properly decrypted, translates, I am the Sun, Moon and Saturn. But wait you say, Jesus didn't speak Greek, he spoke Hebrew, he would have said I am the Aleph and Tef, or Tau. In that case, the Tau still connects with Saturn. Saturn's planetary symbol contains the Tau cross entwined with the serpent. The Tau on cross symbolizes the element of Earth as a solidification of the four elements. There is also a phallic meaning, whence Tau is attributed not only to Earth, but to Saturn. The hilts and chest and Jebra are Tau crosses, symbols of Saturn. Adam is the firstborn like Fanes, even, Yaho, and Adonis. Deucalion was also firstborn. For Adonis was named Al. Yaho is Adonis and Osiris. Aorus is Yaho. Yaho, the god of Moses. Yaho is therefore Yaho and Jehovah Adonai. Adam is the ancient of days spoken of by the Old Testament prophet Daniel. In the satyr of Berosus, we have the true Cronus, the god of time, or the ancient of days and is not old time of the Greeks, with its silence and glass, identical with the ancient of days of the Kabbalists, 
the latter ancient being one with the Hindu ancient of days, Brahma, Abraham, in his triune form, whose name is also said Art, the ancient. The name Kronos, according to Ku, comes from Brahma creating, and he was a god of sowing seed. He was identified with the Roman Saturn sower, and, as a god of time, became Kronos time, or the ancient of days. They styled him Baal, or Moloch, the Lord, the King, and also Belsamon, the Lord of Heaven. This supreme deity they worshipped with a religious reverence so profound, as scarcely ever to dare to pronounce his true name, they contented themselves in general with designating him the Ancient One, the Eternal. Compare the expression, Ancient of Days, in Daniel. The Greek writers translated Baal by Kronos, and the Romans by Saturnus, no doubt on account of the common reference which these divinities had to the idea of time. And so among the Egyptians it is with like probability conceived that Adam and Ischia, Eve, were preserved under Osiris and Isis, as they were historically taken. For the Greeks had no translation for the letter M, therefore for Adam they pronounced it Adam, and that from Adanus. This Adanus, he tells us, was otherwise called Kronos, or Saturn, under whom the Greeks preserved the memory of Adam. Cain must have been the first ancient Jupiter by virtue of his building Enoch, the first city in the world which thus made Adam the first Saturn. Theophilus Gale concurs. He freely acknowledged that scholars had variously identified Saturn as Noah, Abraham, and Adam. By applying stories to one and the same name and person. Nevertheless, the similitude between Adam and Saturn seems most convincing. Adam is called the son of God and Saturn called son of heaven. Adam is known as first man. Saturn is known as first father. Adam had been formed out of the dust, clay and earth, while Saturn's mother was called Sybil. Tell us, earth? As Adam was first to tillage the ground, Saturn taught man agriculture and is known as the god of sowing and harvest. Saturn devoured his children, and Adam ruined his posterity. Both Adam and Saturn taught mankind husbandry, and just as God cast Adam out of paradise, so Saturn had been expelled from his dominion. Yet another shared characteristic of Adam, from Adam hiding himself from the face of God came the name Satyr, for Hebrew. Satar signifies, Latia, to hide, whence also Satyr was styled Lashus. Saturn's golden age plainly relates to Adam and Eve's state in paradise. Adam is the sun god Saturn. Adam, Abraham, Israel, were names of Saturn. We all tend to think of Cain as being the first son of Adam and Eve, but he was not. Even the book of Genesis tells us that he was not. And it confirms how he told Adam that Cain's father was the Lord. Who was the Lord? The Lord was Adam, Adonai slash Adam slash Adam, and Adam was in key. Others have identified in key with Saturn, and Satan, the serpent in the Garden of Eden. I am the principal among all rulers, the father of all the foreign lands. Inki's affiliation to the planet Saturn also associates him with King Saturn, his counterpart, Kronos, in the Greek tradition, 
and also aligns him with Satan, which is a name that evolved from Saturn. In Sumerian, Babylonian, and Assyrian versions of the story, the savior deity is in Pirar, the god of water. In Barossa's version, the savior is the god Kronos, Saturn. The god Dagon has many names. He is known as Os, but he is one and the same as in Pirar, the eldest son of Anu. The original Anunnaki or Sumerian father god, his other names include Yun, Yor, and Yam. In he becomes the Yahweh of Genesis. And this might be why Christianity has attributed in peace themes and stories to Christ. Jesus Christ is equated with the Old Testament Yahweh. Dagon, the god of the Philistines, the etymology of Magnum says that Dagon was Saturn, others say Jupiter, others say Venus, whom the Egyptians worshipped under the form of a fish. Not less difficult, however, is it to reconcile the Os, or fish god of Perosus, with Hercules. It would appear almost a priori that the god whom we are now considering must correspond with Saturn, and without any great violence of etymology, the name which Saturn bears in Mendel, and perhaps also in scripture, Gaivan, might also be compared with the Greek Os. The priests of Rome still wear the headdress of Dagon, in fact, it is a blend of the hats of Tammuz, Osiris, Baal and Dagon. All can be seen in the Pope's mitre, especially the open-mouthed fish head. And his clothes and staff are the same as that of Tammuz and Osiris the shepherd. The fish symbol is a pictorial representation of the Greek word ichthys, which was itself used as an acronym for Jesus Christos the Uyaios Sota, meaning Jesus Christ. God's Son, Savior. A twisted mistranslation contorted to fit Christian ideology. As I will reveal, Eos, Jesus comes from the Greek name Jesus slash Jesus and Latin Jesus. The English letter J replaced the I in Jesus in the 1600s. Dionysus was, in reality, not an Aryan deity, but of an Egyptian origin having been introduced into Greece at a very early time, either from Egypt, where he was worshipped as Mises, or more probably, from Phoenicia, where he was worshipped under the name Yes, which accounts for the fact that hero personifications of Dionysus in later times were accorded the designation of Jesus, Latin, Jesus, the Greek form of Yes. Christos is not a last name, it means anointed. Messiah in Hebrew means anointed. The Hebrew word Messiah derives from the word Mesa and refers to the crocodile, Sabek, and crocodile fat. Egyptian pharaohs were anointed with crocodile fat, which was poured over the head. The Greek word for anointed is Christos. Just lop of the OS from Christos and you are left with Christ. Also note, Dagon means fish and also Messiah. From Dabaias Bitter, the day father or dawn god of the Aryans, the Greeks derived their Zeus Pater, from whence we get Dios, Theus, the Latin Deus Pater, Dies Pater and Jupiter, and the French Gear, Yaios, Helios equals Elios equals Yaios equals Dios equals Sun not Sun. 
Moon Sunday was dedicated to the Greek and Roman sun god, Helios, as he was worshipped Christos Helios, which means the anointed true sun. Helios, the sun, whom they call by the appellation Dionysus, is the winter sun, Dionysus, Saturn. Phoenicians and Syrians name Kronos Saturn, El, Bel and Ball Artem. The god El was the primal god of the semi-trace known to the Hebrews as Hail, Heal, the Greek Helios and Helios. Thus, the acronym for Ichthys, Jesus Christos the Uyios Soter, should be properly translated as Dionysus, the Anointed, Day Father, Son, Savior, not Jesus Christ. God's Son, Savior. One of the many sacred names by which Tammuz or Nimrod was called, when he reappeared in the mysteries, after being slain, was Ox. The ancient Tammuz is one of the most important prototypes of Christ. He is a God-man, an incarnation of the deity who is born as a human being, dies in the course of time and wakes to life again. Tammuz is the sun-slash-sky god of whom Jesus is copied. He carries the mystic Tau, a T-shaped pole also used by the Egyptians. In ancient Egypt, Tammuz is known as Osiris, and Ishtar, his wife, is known as Isis. Osiris and Isis had a son and named him Horus. Horus was also worshipped as the sun god. To the Greeks and Assyrians, he is known as Adonis, and to the Romans, he is known as Saturn. In our discussion of Easter, we spoke about the pagan goddess Ishtar, pronounced Easter, also known as the Queen of Heaven and her husband Tammuz. Tammuz, the ancient Babylonian sun god, was also known in other cultures as Mithra, Osiris, Horus, Adonis, and Saturn. In all these various cultures, his birthday was celebrated on December 25th. In ancient Egypt, Tammuz is known as Osiris and Ishtar, his wife is known as Isis. Osiris and Isis had a son and named him Horus. Tammuz relates to Osiris and also to the mythology of the Phoenician Adonis, whose origins are not of the Greek classical period but Semitic. According to Zimli, Adonis' name derives from Adon, meaning master, ruler, lord. Adon is the Aleph and Dav, Alpha and Omega. The one who was, is and is to come. The Masoretic text of the Hebrew Bible, Old Testament, uses Adonai to refer to the Tetragrammaton in Yahweh. And this would connect Tammuz slash Adonis slash Osiris with Jesus in this respect. Osiris in my understanding was not a king but the planet Saturn, Kronos of the Greeks, Tammuz of the Babylonians. The age of Kronos was the Golden Age. It came to its end in the Universal Deluge. The 17th day of Tammuz, June-July, was the first day of Lamentations that continued for weeks. The 17th day of the month also plays a conspicuous role in the story of the Deluge. The Earth was affected by events taking place in the solar system that triggered or caused the Earth to almost break apart. The Hagan reports that the flood was related to or caused by two stars that fell from Puma, Saturn, toward the Earth. The statement reads when the Holy One wanted to bring a flood upon the world. 
he took two stars from Puma, Saturn, and brought a flood upon the world. That would be Jupiter, the larger, and Neptune. Jud reports that this star was Saturn, Puma. Isaiah refers to the seven days of light just before the flood began, from the 10th to the 17th of Maya. The Talmud reports that Saturn was brilliantly lit up. Saturn exploded and two new stars, planets, appeared in the skies while Saturn disappeared. Ancient records collaborate that Saturn was brilliantly lit in the northern skies. The Talmud reports that Jupiter pushed Saturn out into its present orbit and Jupiter, Zeus, became the leading god, after destroying his father. Both Uranus and Saturn are now out of view, and so to the ancients, it would appear that they had been destroyed, eaten as it was, by Jupiter. The Egyptian mythology reports that Osiris, Saturn, was drowned on the 17th day of the month of Athia, second month of spring. The fast of Tammuz begins on the 17th day of the month. Barossus reports that it was Kronos who told Sisythros, Noah, that a universal flood would begin on the 15th day of Dasios, second month. Diodorus Siculus reports that Osiris was the son of Kronos. God, El, 
answering to Andromeda War Ariman, the evil spirit of the Zendavasta, was that going to the wilderness, desert, carrying the son of the people on its head. The whole ceremony was apparently a survival of the reign of Proserpine by the god of the netherworld, for she was, according to Suda's, called Azizia. On the Day of Atonement the Israelites used to send a scapegoat to Azazel in the desert. It was a ceremony of propitiation of Satan. In Egypt the goat was an animal dedicated to Seth Typhon. Azazel was a fallen star or Lucifer. It was also called Azael, Atsa, or Yutsa. According to the rabbinical legend, Yutsa was the star angel of Egypt. Azazel word inaccurately rendered scapegoat in the Bible, appears to have been originally required to offer up one goat to Jehovah and another to Azazel, a name which appears to signify the strength of God. Chesneason will regard Azazel as a demon belonging to the pre-Mosaic religion, but it can hardly be doubted that the four archdemons mentioned by the rabbins, Samael, Azazel, Asal, and Kathil are personifications of the elements as energies of the deity. Samael would appear to mean the left hand of God, Azazel, his strength, Asal, his reproductive force, and Kathil, his retributive power. Azazel is now one of the Makathiel names for a devil. It would appear to be nearly related to Alyutsa of the Quran, one of the goddesses of whom a significant tradition exists. That once when Muhammad had read from the surah called the Star. Mithras, also known as Azazel's Cherubimoth, the disc, was at times referred to under the religious title of Sol Invictus. Azazel is the Islamic Allah. Azazel's other names include Angramenu, the Zoroastrian prince of evil, he is the Assyrian Ashur, the Egyptian Osiris, he is the Sabine Cyrillus, the Asclepios, god of healing, whose sign is the Red Cross. He is the Roman Saturn, the Greek Kronos, and is often equated with Satan. Azazel's cherub was known by the Persians as Mithras, the god of light. Origin confirms Mithraism was of Persian origin. The cult of Mithras was embraced by Roman legionaries, it being a contemporary religion to the early Roman Catholic Church by whom was adopted the Mithraic sacrament. The worship of Mithras, Azazel, in subterranean chambers was done to symbolize his entrapment within the earth. Section of Enoch, chapters 83 to 90, Azazel is symbolized as a star which is the first to fall from heaven. Book of Enoch 86 1 and again I saw with mine eyes as I slept, and I saw the heaven above. And behold, a star fell 83 3. I saw the inner vision that the heavens were lowered and disappeared and fell on the earth. 83 4 And as it fell on the earth, I saw the earth that it was devoured in a great abyss. And mountains descended on mountains, and hills sank upon hills, and high trees were torn from the trunks, and fell down and sank into the abyss. Book of Enoch 10 4. And again the Lord said to Raphael, Bind Azazel hand and foot, and cast him into the darkness, and make an opening in the desert, which is in Dudale, and cast him therein, and place upon him rough and jagged rocks, and cover him with darkness, and let him abide there forever, 
and cover his face that he may not see light. And on the day of the great judgment he shall be cast into the fire. Newdale, Hebrew, cauldron of God, is the place of imprisonment for Azazel, one of the fallen angels, cohort of Sabjatsa. It is described in the book of Enoch 10, 4-7 Beth Chadur or Beth Chaduna. This Beth Chaduna or Newdale was a definite locality near Jerusalem. A caldera is a cauldron-like volcanic feature usually formed by the collapse of land following a volcanic eruption. They are sometimes confused with volcanic craters. The word comes from Spanish caldera, and this from Latin caldera, meaning cooking pot. In some texts the English term cauldron is also used. This is the S. Safa Caldera located about 90 miles from Jerusalem, covering an area of over 19,000 square miles. Could this be where the star of Azazel fell and landed? Could this be the place of imprisonment for Azazel? Could this be the new day the so-called corner of God? For such a huge and fascinating hole in the desert, this place sure is scarce on information relating to its existence. root to shine, as in the Greek Helios sun, Hebrew Halel, bright, and Philic, heel bright. The soft H interchanges with S, and in other languages Sal, or Sil, is the same. Latin Sol sun, Achaean and Turkish Sil, shine. L, God's name offers itself, also Elohim, and Elohim which differ so little, that Helios seems to occupy all them. The most learned confess that it is not of Greek origination. Some affirm that it is Punic, that it is of Assyrian origin, both of which proves what we intend. For both Herodotus, when he understands the Hebrews, calls them Phoenicians, whose tongue was Punics. So called from the Phoenicians, used. Also Tacitus affirms, that the Assyrians gave origin to the Hebrews, and possessed their country. Therefore they that make Helios an Assyrian or Phoenician name, confessed also that it is Hebrew, which also the interpreter of Virgil demonstrates from his argument, because Helios is drawn from that language wherein Heal signifies God. Now, none can be ignorant, that in the sacred scriptures Hail is used for God, which the Greeks of old found it, Heal. From testimonies of learned authors, which makes Saturn the same with Bel. The Greeks call Baal, Bel, who they say is the same with Saturn. The Phoenicians and Syrians call Saturn Bel and Heel, whence not improbably our old god Heel, formerly famous in Britain, and the father of Arcasibelinus, is sometimes styled Heel, or Heli. Paul, the son, Greek Helios, Hebrew Al Al, to shine. Hela, the morning star, sun. Helios, the sun or sun god of ancient Greece. The worship of the sun was practiced also among the ancient Romans, not however under the name of Helios, which was particular to Greece, but under that of Sol. Sol, Saturn, Jupiter, and Vulcan were all one, being titles of the chief deity, the sun. Helios whom they call by the appellation Dionysus is the winter sun, 
Dionysus Saturn. Kronos, of whom Carnelios is a variant, also reappears as the radiant and glorious sun god in the familiar and beautiful passage in Binder. Helios and Kronos were one and the same god. The Egyptian counterpart of the Greek Kronos was kept the great orb. Kronos when dissected becomes Ark, Er, On, Os, the great fire, the one light. Ark, Er and On are three ancient names for the sun. The celebrated ancient poet Nonus gives to Hercules the name of Helios, or sun, and further says that he is the same god that diverse people adore under a host of different names, as well as upon the shores of the Euphrates, Ammon in Libya, Apis in Memphis, Saturn in Arabia, Jupiter in Assyria, Serapis in Egypt, Helios with the Babylonians, Apollo at Delphi, and Esculapius in all Greece. Phoebus Apollo was the god of light in a twofold signification, first, as representing the great orb of day which illuminates the world, and secondly, as the heavenly light which animates the soul of man. He inherited his function as sun god from Helios. With all the mythological beings and legendary heroes whose nature is related to sun, light and especially warmth, Micarion, Sirios, Aristeos, and Kronos, in mythology, as in language, there are synonyms, for example Apollon of Helios, Hercules and Perseus. Phaethon, Greek, the shining, a Homeric epithet or surname of Helios. Phaethon's real identity is indeed that of the sun, by way of hypostasis. It is important to note when we read the mythological stories of the sun gods having brothers or sons sons overthrowing and castrating fathers, the theme of being cast out or falling from their former glory. It is merely a change in the name and title of the sun god, the sun. We see this with many former sun gods such as Uranus, Saturn, Kronos, Phaethon, Satan, Lucifer, Jupiter and Zeus, most of whom are reassigned a heavenly position and deified to the less brilliant luminaries such as planets and stars. It matters not what title or name be applied for it is still the sun that we find at the head. The reign of Helios preceded that of Saturn, and Osiris was the son of Saturn, and one of the younger gods. Greek astronomical lore also preserves Saturn's connection with the sun, with reference to the Babylonian star worshippers, the chronicler Diodorus writes, to the one we call Saturn they give a special name, sun star. Various manuscripts of the Epinomis, traditionally ascribed to Plato but now thought to be the work of Philip of Opus, substitute the name Helios for Kronos, in apparent recognition of the ancient identification of Saturn as the star of the sun. According to Ptolemy, the people of Persia and Mesopotamia worship the star Aphrodite, Venus, naming it Isis, and the star Kronos, Saturn, as Mithras Helios. Saturn, known as the nocturnal sun, and Pluto, Porphyry explained, is the sun going beneath the earth and voyaging round the invisible world. According to Claudius Ptolemy, in his great work on astrology, the Tetrabula, the inhabitants of India paid devotion to Saturn, invoking him under the name of Mithra and Helios. Xenophon says that the Persians call the sun by the name of Mithras. 
and as Helios was the Greek term for the luminary, it may have been added, as an English writer might say, le sol, the sun. Chaldeans considered Saturn the most significant of the planets, and drew from it the greater number of important auguries. The Greeks called it both Kronos and Helios, which last is as certain as it is strange, for in the resume of the astronomy of Lundexus in a papyrus of the Lua, Saturn is clearly called the Sun, as Stir. Diodorus Siculus of Sicily reported that the Chaldeans called Cronus, Saturn, by the name Helios, or the Sun. The star the Greeks called Kronos they call the star Helios meaning that Saturn is identified with the Sun.